Good afternoon, and welcome to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined for this afternoon show by my co-host, Mike Kubik. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Joseph. Well, let's begin, as we always do, with our prayer to St. Michael. In the name, in the name of, of the Father, Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Michael. Yeah, Joseph, it's keeping with our uh, policy of thanking those who support uh, Holy Family Radio from the Knights' perspective. This week, we'd like to thank Knights of Columbus Council 14081, Holy Name of Jesus in Harrisburg, and they're one of our biggest contributors. Uh, they do a fantastic job, and give them another set of kudos. They were also the largest contributor for the uh, ultrasound machines that were put in over at uh, Morningstar Pregnancy Center. So, uh, you know, big kudos to the parish to the members of the Knights of Columbus there, and hopefully uh, to anybody that happens to be there that's male that's not a member of the Knights of Columbus, join, because you got a really good council and yes, you're doing do. a lot of good yep. things. So uh, without further ado, this is, uh, as we all know, this is that time of the year. We're getting into Christmas, and as a matter of fact, I saw a little cartoon where they had the, um, they had a, I think it was a Halloween witch and a, and a turkey, and they had Santa Claus, and they had Santa Claus up front, and the other two were pulling them back saying, get in the correct order. Yeah. So yeah. I know we do start to pres- push uh, Christmas a little bit, but that's not what we're doing here. What we're doing here is we're actually having one of the uh, really fantastic organizations in the state of Pennsylvania for women, and that's the Columbiettes. And we have Diane Frudel from the Columbiettes, and Diane's going to talk about uh, an event they have coming up, and I'm sure we're also going to be able to get a little more information about the Columbiettes. So if you're a council out there and you'd like to get a great bunch of women working with you, I don't think you can find a better way of doing it. So Diane, tell us a little bit about what's coming up. Thanks, Mike. Uh, and thanks, Joseph, for having having me here today. Um, as Mike said, my name's Diane Frendel. Uh, I'm currently the vice president of our auxiliary uh, of Columbiettes at St. Joseph's. And we're putting on our ninth annual Christmas Fest. Um, it's a wonderful time. It's a great day. It's going to be held on uh, Saturday, November 19th, from 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Um, we have all kinds of things going on, vendors, um, activities. Like I said, we have something for everyone. We have, uh, there are 61 vendor spaces with over 50 vendors. All spaces are filled, but we have some vendors who um, do so well that they take actually multiple spaces. Um, 48 of those vendors are returning, so um, we know it's a good time if they, you know, if they keep returning, they're, they're doing well with their business. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about the vendors and give you some idea as to who's coming, but in addition to that, we're going to have food for purchase, and that's prepared by our Knights of Columbus. Uh, we'll be selling uh, uh, Keep Christ in Christmas card, Keep Christ in Christmas Christmas cards, and again, that's an uh, an effort for the Knights. The Columbiettes published our 70th anniversary parish cookbook with over 233 recipes compiled by Columbiettes. We have some of those left over. Uh, they'll be for sale. We will have a bake sale um, and a pies for a purpose sale. 
Um, Pies for a Purpose is something a little unique. We started a couple of years ago. Um, we decided to ask uh, Father Rosman if there was any special thing he wanted to raise money for, and we would sell pies for that purpose. So we asked um, parishioners to donate handmade pies, and this year the purpose is uh, the money is going to be used to re-gild the monstrance throne that's used to hold the monstrance during um, adoration of the Blessed Eucharist. So I think that's a really good um, good uh, purpose to put the money money towards. Another new thing we're going to have this year is we're calling it Coco for a Cause. Um, it's going to be a holiday theme mug for sale with a little bag of cocoa mix, and proceeds from the sale of these mugs are going to benefit a charity for liver di- disease. Now we chose liver disease because um, when we first started the uh, Christmas Fest, it was uh, Father Louis Ogden who was pastor at St. Joseph that allowed us that allowed the Columbiettes to start the Christmas Fest. And as many of you know, he passed away in 2015 from uh, a liver disease. So we're going to try this this new uh, cocoa for a cause, and any money raised um, from that will go to a, a liver disease charity. There you go. You guys have been quite busy. It's a very busy day. It's a very busy day. We also have a silent auction, a ticket raffle auction, a 50-50 raffle, which is money. Um, so, yes, it's an extremely busy day, yeah. but lots well, of fun. My wife's sister has one of the cookbooks. Oh, great. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there, if you guys, if for no other reason, ladies, go up and get a cookbook because there are some wonderful recipes in there, wonderful recipes. Yeah. Well, I think one of the advantages you have is, you know, let's face it, inflation is up. Yep. Money's tight. Uh, you can help out some vendors by going there and doing that, and you can also save yourself some money for Christmas gifts. And what Joseph just said is so true. Why not buy a uh, cookbook? Nice Christmas gift, and it's a gift that keeps on giving. Oh, Especially if you oh, happen to be happen to be the man of the house. Let 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 your wife, if she's a good cook, follow the recipes, make your cookies and all that good stuff, and then you sit around the house and eat them. Yeah, I'll tell you a little sidebar story. I had my youngest granddaughter this past weekend. And she likes to get in the kitchen with Nana or myself, and we're baking cookies or brownies or something. Well, she saw a can of blueberry topping in the in the pantry. So we got that out, and I had two gluten-free frozen pie crusts. So we made a blueberry pie, and Nana let her make the crumble. Yeah, so she had the fingers and the flour and the yeah the whole thing, and then put it on the top of the pie by herself. And she thought, oh, my. I bet she oh, had a yeah. fantastic she time. She had a fantastic time. A future yeah. cook. Yeah, future there cook. you go. <laughs> and she loves it. She hanging out. Yeah, yeah. We also um one thing I want to mention we have um volunteers who are going to be helping children make um, holiday themed crafts. We did this last year and it was a big hit with the kids. They'll be able to take their crafts home as well as some other fun prizes that they can take for all participants in that. And we're having a special visit from St. Nicholas. Over the lunch hour, St. Nicholas will be walking around giving the children some prayer cards and candy canes. So I think uh, what we're really saying is this is a one shop, one good day of fun, uh, November 19th. November 19th. Saturday. Oh, it's at our um, Parish Life and Education Center at 420 East Simpson Street, Mechanicsburg. That's in the school building is the Parish Life and Education Center. A lot of parking. I know you have good good parking, good facilities there. I know in the past we've always had the vendors park in a specific area so that if you happen to be a, uh, a participant to come in, you don't have to park real far away. Yeah. And, uh, and I know they opened up the uh, back doors in effect for the uh, gym so that you can walk in without having to walk through everything. And it makes it really easy for everyone. 
especially in inclement weather. I, I hope that we have really nice weather. But I remember the one year, the Friday before, it rained. Yeah. And, I mean, it rained, and we're trying to get the vendors in there, and we're putting up little tents just to try to make it so that they didn't have to walk in the rain so yeah. far. Yep. But, we know. do. You, you innovate and do what you have to do to get everybody set up. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and you know, and I think that's part of the fun of uh, these kind of festivals. You get to really know people within your parish and outside the parish. They come around, they have a good time. Uh, the vendors from all over and all, all kind of things. I mean, could you name a few of who we got Yeah, here? yeah, I'll go over a few of the vendors here. Uh, a real popular one is Coco Margaret uh, featuring chocolate truffle fudge, and she also has gluten-free candy this year. Her stand's always popular. <laughs> Another popular stand is Siri Alpacas of Shiloh Farm, featuring hats, gloves, socks made of alpaca wool. They're always and they're, they're always they good. are so soft. They're, they they're, are. They're, that's like a, almost a softer, softer than what's with the, the cashmere. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed. I can't wear a lot of wool because it makes me itch, but uh-huh. I don't have problems with alpaca. There you go. So yes, it's very soft. And we, besides handmade items, we do have some uh, vendors with commercial items, such as Tastefully Simple, Avon, um, Thirty One Gifts. Um, but we have handmade jewelry, uh, wreaths, trees, ornaments, um, handmade soaps. Um, coming back again this year is Joe Cress. I don't know, uh, some of you may know his name. He's a local author, historian, and journalist offering books on local history and World War II. So he'll be back with some of his books. A new vendor this year is an abacus-styled rosary, um, which I had seen her at another event, and it's it's kind of neat. It's a little rosary that's like an abacus, so if you're busy in your kitchen and can only say a decade, you just move your beads across the the abacus, and you can come back and uh, finish up later. Okay, Paper crafts, greeting cards, yeah, yeah. and all, all sorts of things. Yeah. And those who, like me, enjoy other things in uh, Christmas festivals, I know you're having a 50-50 drawing. 50, and 50, that's yeah. always that's where I kind of spend most of my time. It's far more enjoyable to uh, for me to get money for gifts than it is to look for gifts. I do need something <laughs> this year though. So if you're a vendor and you happen to be into necklaces and that, uh, I broke my chain, and I like the ball and chain ones, and I, and I don't like the one I'm wearing now, which I'm showing to Diane and to Joe, um, but I haven't been able to find one long enough to fit around my neck so if you're out there and you're a vendor bring it and i'll buy it there you go <clears throat> there you go michael another thing um is our silent auction and i and i'm pleased to say this is the first year we've gotten this west shore ymca has donated a one-year family membership for our silent auction it's valued Whoa. valued at 792 dollars so go. we're real excited about <clears throat> that um you know so hopefully we'll get some nice money from that oh i would think so i would think so no more than us the knights yeah, you guys are out there doing your stuff, doing your own thing, and doing everything from liver disease to whatever needs done in the parish or in the in the community. So I got I got to thank you for that. We don't see you often enough to say thanks. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things that you know. In the second part of the show, I think that's what we're going to talk about. Diane is a little bit about the Columbiettes because you know they are really great organization and I'm not taking anything away from the Council of Catholic Women I think that's one of the things that we have to remember is that they're two good organizations yes it's no different than the Knights of Columbus and St. Michael's and all these other uh, organizations that are out there the goal is the same but the way that we uh, approach things are slightly different and uh, you know if you happen to be a council out there and if you're looking for an assistance I think that's what the Columbiettes have brought to St. Joseph's Council, 
is assisting us in so many things, assisting us in our prayer life and assisting us in, in events like the uh, festival. Uh, they just worked at the bingo selling um, uh, baked goods. And I know they were they were more of a hit than our food because uh, we stopped food after right after the first hour. Okay. But the, our ladies were there and they were out there, you know, selling during intermission. After the event, a lot of people took home the goodies to take uh, and have that little late night snack as you drove home in the car. So <laughs> I, and and you know they're always there for us. I've never had the uh, Columbiettes turn us away when we said you know we could use some help for the council. All right, let's uh, hold that thought. We'll come back and uh, discuss more about the Columbiettes and some of the good fudges and everything else that are going to be uh, at this event. With that, we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy. As I said, I was, I was, I am joined by my co-host Mike Yakubik. Michael, why don't we get back into the discussion uh, as you guys were starting there when I cut you off for the break? Yeah, well, you know, Diana, well, we were all talking during yeah. our break a little bit about how uh, the Columbia had started within the state of Pennsylvania and, and, and why it's such a good organization. And it really and truly is, is the uh, right hand of the Knights of Columbus. I mean, if you have a council, you really cannot get hurt by taking the time and the effort to bring in uh, the Columbiettes. So we'll talk a little bit about that, and Diane, you can talk a little bit about uh, the Columbiettes over at St. Joseph's. Sure. Um, first, I will give just a very, very brief history on the Columbiettes in general, just so you know what you know what it's about. It actually was started in uh, 1939 in New York City. Um, the Honorable, she was a member of the New York State Bar Association, Honorable Margaret Mary J. Mangan was the first Supreme President. And to honor her, um, they actually have a, an annual Margaret Mary J. Mangan Achievement Award, which I'm proud to say uh, the St. Joseph Columbiettes Auxiliary has uh, has achieved uh, every year since we started, except for we, we two years. Uh, of course, the year during the pandemic, we didn't have a, a lot that we were able to do, and we missed another year. But um, we've we've received that achievement award for quite a few years. Um, our auxiliary at, at St. Joseph's was instituted in 2004-2005, uh, fraternal year at St. Joe's. Um, I became a Columbiette in 2015. Um, we're basically an organization of Catholic women, and we're dedicated to our patronesses. We have three. They are the Blessed Virgin Mary, St. Therese the Little Flower, and St. Joan of Arc. And what we do is uh, pretty much anything. We provide monetary and volunteer assistance to our parish, our school, our community. Um, we provide scholarships for seminarians. Um, we put on our Christmas Fest, which we just talked about a little bit ago. Um, that's an annual event. Um, we collect school supplies in August to give to schools. Um, we have what we call a shoebox ministry where we collect toiletries, 
um, socks, hats, gloves. They go to um, the Bethesda Men's Mission Shelter in Harrisburg, and this year we also donated to the Bethesda Women's Shelter. Um, we help our parish with things like um, we kind of organize and usher the community penance services that we have at Advent and uh, at, during Lent. We're, we're active with our nights. We make sure that at least twice a year we get together with them to say the rosary. We help out at their parish picnic. Um, we participate in the night's yard sale that they have every September. Okay, well, one of the things that you should also talk about is I know you guys do a lot at Christmas time. Because I know our council, we turn around and we try to go to uh, the needy families because you want everyone to celebrate the birth of Christ. Amen. We're not, we're not talking about Santa or anything like that. We're talking about the birth of Christ. And, and I know that we, um, our council gives out gift certificates in, uh, in order for the people to be able to have a, uh, a nice Christmas dinner. And I think that's important. I think it's important in the fact that, you know, when you do something like that, it's nice to have the family together and, uh, you know, say a prayer or two and hopefully things get better. You know, if, if you need the assistance, it's probably because things are a little bit tough at the time. And, uh, and I yeah. know you guys were instrumental. This past week, uh, we had the manna collection. And, and I know that uh, right now, unfortunately, I won't be able to go over and help load them up because I'm losing my car tomorrow But uh, to the dealership. But... Uh, the, the, um, the generosity of the parishioners of St. Joseph is unbelievable, and it's always a lot of food that we can get over. Yeah, Mike, you had mentioned the Knights um, giving the, the uh, gift cards for uh, Christmas. I think we used to share that with you, but uh, in the last several years, the Columbiettes do the same thing at Thanksgiving. So we took over the Thanksgiving gift cards uh, to the parishioners that are in need, and the Knights do Christmas. <clears throat> and I think, again, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing the right hand and the left hand doing for the parish and doing for the parishioners within the parish, yeah. uh, the good things that they <clears throat> need. Well you, well, you know, and I know, because of, of St. Joe's, we, we both know Father Rosman. For, for years, he was over at the cathedral before he went to St. Joe's. It's like, regardless of who the pastor is, he picks up the phone, he calls you guys, he calls the knights, or he calls, you know, the uh, Council of Catholic Women, whatever he needs. And the people are there, they step up, the job gets done, or the fundraising gets done, whatever it is, we pay it for it, and we go home and take it down and take a nap. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think that's one of the um, easiest things for, uh, for a parish priest and why they enjoy the nights in the Columbiettes, because it's so easy. I have yet to hear any council or any grand knight turn down a request from a priest, nor president of, a, of the Columbiettes. I've never... Had one come up and say, "Yeah, we didn't do that for Father." Now, that just doesn't happen. Nope, it does not. It does not. We pay it for one way or the other, and that's just what we do. But like all organizations, um, you know, you need the membership. And you know, if if you're a uh, young lady out there, I don't know what your age limits are. Is it 18 or 18? Uh, starts at 18. And same with the Knights. You know, we're 18 to become a member of the Knights of Columbus. There's no age limit. I mean, 99, you'll be 100, 105. If you're that old, you're probably we're not going to make you do anything, any heavy lifting. But uh, we will ask for your experience. Your experience can bring so much to an organization like that. So if you happen to be a, 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 an individual that's retired or semi-retired and you're up in age, that's something to look at because you can help so much. And uh, we know that when you're an older individual and you come, you're not going to be able to do all the things that we would hope our young people can do. 
but you bring your experience and your knowledge, and, and uh, that means so much to organizations. So don't be afraid to join at any age. And give us younger people a little bit of guidance and direction, because sometimes we do need it, guys, <laughs> realistically, you know? Yeah, absolutely, and that, that's a good point. And we are actually starting to get some younger um, Columbiates. Our, our um, auxiliary has been a little bit of the, the older crowd because they you know, were Columbiates when we first started at, at, at St. Joe's. Um, but, yeah, I'd, uh, also I would encourage the younger women to, to look into it. Um, it's, it's great if you, um, you know, we, we're always looking for leaders to take on leadership roles. Um, you know, being a leader in a, in a, a community organization is always a good thing for your resume. Um, doesn't take a lot of time. Um, so, yes, I would encourage anyone 18 and over is, you know, up in their 80s, yeah, as Mike I, said. I, I, yeah, what really works out good is on a Saturday or Sunday, you're coming to church anyway, okay? The kids are probably in CCD or whatever, you know? They're over in the other building taking care of. You can you know, give us an hour or so of your time, and then you know, go pick the kids up and go home, and you, you fulfill your Sunday obligation, and, and you helped out the parish. It doesn't get any better than that. Well, yeah, I think we, uh, and a good example was this week uh, we did the bingo at St. Joseph's. And uh, our Columbiettes not only were there in the beginning to set everything up for the bake sale and, and to the, they also played bingo. <laughs> they, got, they, they were doing dual service there. They run in and played bingo and then during intermission and everything, ran back out and sold baked goods. And then, uh, so I think it was a lot of fun. I know we had a lot of fun doing it. We did have some glitches. God willing, we'll never do those again, but uh, it, it, was, it was fun. And several, several Columbiates won, too. Yeah. One thing oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's always nice. Yeah. When you hit that glitch, you know, yes. somebody made it, managed to get over that bump and the, and the fundraiser or whatever it is is a success. You know, there you go. You, you learn from your past experiences. Absolutely. But, you know, we, uh, you know, we joke and tease about everything that, that, that goes on. But it's actual a spiritual trip also. And I think that uh, the Columbiates and the Knights are leaning more and more toward the spiritual aspect. And, you know, right now our, our church is really having struggles. I mean, you look at some of the statistics. And, and at one time, you were, I mean, I, you know, I, I, Alexis had just mentioned something to me the other day, and I, and I don't want to, I think it was uh, Father Trenton, Father Damon, I, I know him, I've known him, you know, when he was, yeah, sure. before he was a priest. And uh, one of the things that he had mentioned is, is I think in his homilies, is if you do not believe that Christ is in the Eucharist, why are you here? And, amen, and, and, amen. And, and, and you know, that, that's a real problem because I don't know how you can be a Catholic, and yet our percentages, I think it's only like 65% or 58%, something like that, believe that that is truly Christ in the, in the reception of the Eucharist. And I, and I think, e even though it was kind of scary to hear a priest say that, but it's so true. Yes, Why it are you here if you do not believe that is the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ? There you go. You and, know what I think the COVID had, had an issue to do with it? Uh, the scandals that were going around through the various dioceses, I think, had something to do with it. And the, the technology, because during COVID, we were all kind of locked down. You know, you could watch the streaming, watch the mass on uh, the, the stream on your computer or on your TV, on YouTube or whatever. And, you know, I don't think we're completely back. I don't, I don't know about the St. Joe's, but I, I would say we're probably 75 or 80 percent, you know, full 
at, at a good Sunday at 9.30 mass, but yeah. Yeah, I think we've lost some. I mean, you know, look at, um, you know, we're, we always back Quo Vadis days. Look at Quo Vadis days. Uh, we, we didn't have it for two years. We had 24 seminarians in the pipe yes. two years ago. Right now we have 12. Yep. Uh, that alone shows you if you don't have the schooling, you don't have Father Swicky's not able to get out and talk to the people. If you don't have things like Quo Vadis days, you're not able to get the youth in there to, to, to think of what's happening. And I think, you know, to, to carry that on to what we are now is, I believe the Knights Columbus for men and the Columbiettes for women and the Council of Catholic Women, these are organizations that really and truly bring your faith back up to the forward step where it's supposed to be. And, uh, and if you're a, an individual out there, the holy name of Jesus, join these organizations. I mean, we'd love to have you as Knights. I know Diane loved to have you as Columbiettes, love to have more Knights of Columbus Councils bringing Columbiettes into their fold. Yes. I mean, it's not hard. It's a couple of sheets of paper and uh, a membership drive. There you go. With that, uh, we're getting uh, precariously close. Uh, Diane, any, uh, Michael, any final well, I'd love thoughts? to hear Diane uh, last-minute, 30-second commercial on uh, the Christmas Fest. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Your, your turn. Lots of stuff to do, lots of fun, um, ways to make money with the 50-50 raffle, uh, buy things, get good deals, um, bring your kids, uh, buy food, have a great time. There you go. And the date again real quickly? Uh, November 19th, Saturday from 8 to 2.30. There you go. So for Mike Kubik and Diane, I'm Joe Murphy. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. God bless.